Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is my podcast. My name is Spencer, and I am reading you the dictionary with the words and the definitions and the etymologies and other stuff. And then I just explain things and ask questions and try and figure out stuff for my own brain and also hopefully for your brain. And then I try and throw in some silly stuff, but I haven't been doing a whole lot of that, so I think we need to bring back more silly stuff. Because if you can't be silly, you can't be nothing. The first word in this episode is not at all pronounced how I think it should be pronounced. It is episcopacy. Episcopacy. Now, I would want to say episcopacy, episcopacy, but no, it's episcopacy. E-P-I-S-C-O-P-A-C-Y. Noun from 1641. Now, uh, this is related to the next word. You know, we've got a number of words that are all related here at the beginning of this episode, this episode, uh, but they're they're not in the right order. They're in the alphabetical order, but they're not in the right order to learn about them. So apologies ahead of time for that. Number one for episcopacy, government of the church by bishops or by a hierarchy. And number two, the synonym is uh, episcopus, uh, episcopate, or episcopate, uh, which is coming up in a little bit. Uh, so it's uh, the government of the churchy people. That's it. Well, relatedly, the next word is boopoo. That's not the word. That's the sound effect. Here we go with episcopal. Or I guess some people like to have a B sound at the end. Episcopal. 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 Adjective from the 15th century. One of or relating to a bishop. This is not the bishop on the chess table. This is the bishop in the church table. Two of having or constituting government by bishops. So it's all all about the bishops. Number three, this one's capitalized, of or relating to the Protestant Episcopal Church representing the Anglican community in the U.S. And let's see, specifically this this, uh, Protestant Episcopal Church, I don't know nothing about those because I don't do the religion, but it represents the Anglican community in the U.S. This is a very specific group of people, and I can't say much about it. I don't want to say much about it. Episcopally, episcopally, that is an adverb. And uh, let's see, the etymology. I mean, we we clearly know that it's about bishops, but how is it about bishops? Uh, This is from the Latin episcopus, episcopus, uh, which just means bishop. That's it. Then there's more of the word bishop. So the word really just means bishop. Uh, okay, well, now we got more. whoop We've got Episcopal again. I think it's spelled the same way. Uh, by the way, it's spelled E-P-I-S-C-O-P-A-L. Uh, this one has a capital E, though, because it is a noun from ni- uh, 1752, and the synonym is Episcopalian, which is our next word. whoop Episcopalian. Also, with a capital E, noun from 1691, an adherent 
of the Episcopal form of church government. An adherent of the Episcopal form. So if you like the church government, uh, that's probably uh, with the bishops, and you adhere to that, you like that, you prefer that, then you would be Episcopalian. Number two, a member of an Episcopal church. An example of that church would be the Protestant Episcopal Church. Episcopalian is also an adjective, and Episcopalianism is a great word. It's a noun. Episcopalianism. Uh, yeah, okay. I think we got one more that's related. Whoop you. Episcopate or Episcopate. And this is the one that, uh, where did we see this? Oh, this was the number two, the synonym for the number two definition for the first word, which was episcopacy. So that le leads us here to episcopate or episcopate, noun from 1641, one, the rank or office of, the rank or office of, or term of, as a bishop. Whew. Okay, the rank of a bishop, the office of a bishop, or the term of a bishop. I think those were the three options here. Uh, that is the episcopate. The rank of... So if you, if you are a bishop, I guess you would be an episcopate. Number two, the synonym is diocese. Number three, the body of bishops as in a country. So if you take all of the bishops all together that are in one country, uh, they would be, as a whole, the episcopate. Look at those episcopates over there with their pointy hats, only moving diagonally. Those silly episcopates. Next is episcope. Now, uh, this looks like we're getting back to the epi prefix, episcope. Noun from circa 1909. A projector for images of the opaque objects. I don't know why I put in a, the the a the in there. A projector for images of opaque objects. And examples of those objects would be photographs. These are not transparent photographs. They're not slides. Uh, they are opaque photographs. I think I actually... I, I have some photographs over there, but I can't grab them. They're too far away. So... You got some opaque objects. You put them on this episcope, and then it will project them onto a wall or something. Um, my mom had an opaque projector, and we did not call it an episcope. We just called it an opaque projector. Um, it was just, it had like a flat top, uh, and you could just put things on there, and then you close the top, and then it just had a lens out in the front and a light in there, and it probably mirrors and it would project it onto a thing. And um, I used this once, and I think she used this sometimes for the same reason, is you could project an image that you wanted to maybe trace onto a wall, make a mural, do a on, onto a piece of paper. Um, and so I actually traced an image of Einstein, his face, onto a larger like poster board size thing and then I traced it lightly and so then I made art with it. I took pen and I made this really like detailed kind of weird thing but all based on the outlines of his face. So that's one use for an episcope. I don't know what this this is from 1909. Let's put a picture on the social media at dictionary pod for an episcope from the early 1900s and see what they looked like. 
because I like old things. Next is episiotomy. Episiotomy or episiotomy. Um, and oh, I just remembered I know this word, and this is not a word that anybody wants to hear about or think about, probably, but we're going to talk about it because it's in the dictionary. We're not skipping nothing, unless it's an accident, which has happened. Um, episiotomy, E-P-I-S-I-O-T-O-M-Y. This is a noun. It's an action. It's a noun action from 1878. Ooh, I'd hate to think about the episiotomies from 1878. This is surgical incision of the perineum to enlarge the vaginal opening for obstetrical purposes during the birth process. Yep, just real quick. If they need a little bit of extra space to get the baby out in a vaginal birth, not a cesarean section, a vaginal birth, they might need to cut some stuff. And I just, nobody wants to think about that. So let's, um, well, we do have to talk about the etymology. Why skip that? Uh, this is from the episio prefix, which there is no... Uh, it's it's ISV. I think that's like a scientific thing. So it's not in the dictionary, but it's a scientific prefix, episio, which means vulva, uh, which is from the Greek uh, epizion, which means pubic region. And then I guess it became just specifically the vulva. And it's also from the, uh, the suffix tomi, T-O-M-Y. And I think that's all about cutting things and stuff like that. So it's right there in the name. And now, let's move away from that. The next word is episode, or episode, with a Z sound. Um, and I, Real quick, I just have to say, the reason I wanted to get away from that word real quickly is because it's all about cutting your skin in a very sensitive area. So I think that's pretty obvious. It's not like it's a thing that we shouldn't be talking about. It's just, you know, if it were about um, cutting the penis in any way, I would also say let's move on because I don't want to think about that any longer than I have to. Okay. Episode. Episode. This episode. I don't know what number episode this is. It's probably close to 1700. Mm, I think we're maybe not quite there, but it's getting close. Um, episode. E, e number something something. Okay. Uh, this is a noun from 1678. We got a few definitions here. Number one, a usually brief unit of action in a dramatic or literary work. Uh, we got a couple sub-definitions. A brief, a usually brief unit of action in a dramatic or literary work. So, uh, yeah, just, a usually a book oh that was a fun little episode they had a, there was a quick little dramatic story that happened within the larger work the larger story like 1a the part of an ancient greek tragedy between two choric songs so those greek tragedies would have i think like greek choruses who would sing songs or say things in the background to sort of talk about what's going on uh, and so the time between, the what happened between those two songs would be called an episode. Oh, there's an episode, the, the thing that happens, and now the chorus will come and talk about it or sing about it. And then another episode, and then there will be a song. This makes me think of um, 
uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the search for the Holy Grail. They're searching for it. And that was sort of a series of episodes, and there were a lot of songs in there. So maybe that was kind of a similar Greek tragedy song episode thing. 1B is a developed situation that is integral to, but separate, separable from a continuous narrative. And the synonym is incident. A developed situation that is integral to a continuous narrative, but it is separate, separable. So you can it can you can separate it out, make a standalone little thing, but it also is important to the larger picture, the larger story. Uh, just one incident. Um, I think I mentioned this not too long ago. The beginning of uh, the the first Indiana Jones movie, um, where he goes to do the 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 swap with the sand and the idol, the golden idol, that whole thing. That's like an episode. It's important because it sort of sets up the rest of the thing, the rest of the story. But on its own, it's just one little episode, one little story. It's like I don't know, five or ten minutes. Okay, one C. More sub definitions. One of a series of loosely connected stories or scenes. Uh, yep, just, you know, your, like your standard TV episodes. They can be very connected or loosely connected, and they're episodes. 1D. The part of a serial, that's S-E-R-I-A-L, the part of a serial presented at one performance. Uh, so this could be a stage performance. Again, this could be a TV. This could be a podcast. There are there are serial podcasts. Isn't there one literally called serial? That are stories. Each part of it is a part of the story, and they are. Uh, it's one performance. It's one one performance at a time, and it's just a part of the story. Number two, an event that is distinctive and separate, although part of a larger series. You can see a, a pattern. A lot of these are, it's one little part of a bigger thing. Now, how this is different from some of these other ones, I'm not sure. An event that is, di- now this one seems like it's different because it's talking about an event maybe in real life, opposed to something that has been written down and is being performed. An event that is distinctive and separate, although part of a larger series. Like, maybe the larger series is your whole day, from wake up to sleepy time, but one part of that day, one meeting, one podcast recording, one whatever is just the episode of that day, or one episode from that day. Number three, a digressive subdivision in a musical composition. I don't know what they mean by digressive exactly here, uh, but it's just a part of a musical composition. A synonym is the word occurrence. It's just a thing that occurs. It's one thing that occurs. There's other things that occurs. They're all occurrences, but they're all separate, but they're part of the bigger picture. Um, I have to say, you know, I this is one episode of my podcast. There are many, many, many episodes. This is a very... Um, commonly used word in our culture between podcasts and TV shows and probably other things that I can't even think about. Um, you know, web series, YouTube series, uh, there are episodes there. You can only watch one part at a time. Not that you can't, you can't 
you can watch as many as you want at a time, but they're broken up so you only have to watch one little bit at a time, and then you come back later for the next part. Um, anything else about episodes? The etymology is something else about episodes. This is from the Greek episodios, episodios, which means coming in besides. Coming in besides. So what does that mean? It's it's next to another thing. It's besides something else, but it's here. It's here, but it's separate from another thing that's also here. Um, this that's from the epi prefix plus isodios, which means coming in. So the epi prefix makes it besides next to a thing. You put all the episodes next to each other. They make a line and they have a little dance number. So isodios is coming in. And that is from ice, E-I-S, which means into, uh, which is also akin to the Greek word en, which means in, plus hodos, which means road or journey. Hmm. And there's more at the word in. So, uh, hodos, going down the road. And then you add ice onto it, which means into. So you're going into a place via the road. From the road, you're going into a place. Um, so you're coming into it and then you are, then you meet up with other things. You are this episode, go going, walking down the road, coming into a place, the house, the larger story, and then you meet up with other episodes who are next to you. That was a fun journey that we just went on. Also, and hod- a hodos, we went on a hodos, which means journey. Huh, that's great. Uh, okay, I can't think of anything else to say about episode. I'm sure there's lots of things, but I can't think of any. Well, here we got episodic or episodic adjective. Uh, yeah, oh, also episodical adjective from 1711. One, made up of separate, especially loosely connected episodes. So this podcast is episodic because there are episodes. There are lots of podcasts and things that are episodic. It's one of them episodic shows. Two, having the form of an episode. So if it's not an episode, but it has the form, it's like an episode, it would be episodic. Uh, There was something else I wanted to say about episode. When I hear people uh, talking about podcasts, sometimes they'll say, uh, on this podcast, when they really mean... I mean, they can say whatever they want, but what I think they mean is on this episode. So that's like me saying, on this podcast, we have the word episode. But it's it's a bit, bit more clear if you say, on this episode, just this one piece of the larger thing, we have the word episode. Because I think when you say on this podcast, that what I think of is the whole podcast from beginning to end, the whole thing. But we want, we want to be a little bit more specific and say this episode. Okay. Number three for episodic is of or limited in duration or significance to a particular episode. The synonym is temporary, as in, God, we haven't seen an example for a while, may be able to establish whether the seafloor spreading is continuous or episodic. And that is a quote from A.I. Hammond. 
Uh, so may be able to establish whether the seafloor spreading is continuous or episodic. Continuous, always happening, or episodic, temporary. Is it a little bit, and then it stops? And so let's look back at the definition uh, of or limited in duration or significance to a particular episode. It's just it's just uh, maybe like a, an earthquake uh, would be episodic because it's it's temporary. It's just it happens for a bit of time, a very scary bit of time, but then it stops. Yeah. Uh, now we have number four. Occurring, appearing, or changing at usually irregular intervals. The synonym is occasional, as in an episodic illness. Hmm. This illness occurs at irregular intervals. It appears or changes usually at irregular intervals. So I got sick here, and then it goes away, and then it comes back another time, and then it goes away, and it comes back another time. That's an odd illness. Episodically is an adverb. Uh, the etymology is the same as the other one, so we're going to move on to... Episome, or episome, with a Z sound, E-P-I-S-O-M-E, noun from circa 1931. A genetic determinant that can replicate autonomously in bacterial cytoplasm or as an integral part of the chromosomes. Uh, an example of this genetic determinant would be the DNA of some bacteriophages. Uh, so yeah, was, we're talking about the cells and DNA and uh, that and the chromosomes. And I don't can't don't have more information to give you than that. Uh, other than episomal is an adjective and episomally is an adverb. Um, yep, it's, it's it's a thing. It's a noun in the DNA, or it is the DNA. I don't know. There's no etymology. So, beep, 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 beep. next is epistasis. E-P-I-S-T-A-S-I-S, noun from circa 1917. Suppression of the effect of a gene by a non-allelic gene. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Suppression of the effect of a gene by a non-allelic gene. Allelic. A gene is G-E-N-E -E here, and uh, it's when a gene's effects are being suppressed. The gene says, I want to do this, and then this non-allelic gene comes in and says, no, 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 you can't do that. No, no, why? What's So that action, that process, is epistasis. Uh, this... Oh, oh, epistatic. Epistatic is an adjective, and the etymology says that this is a Greek word, which means act of stopping. That's what it is. It's stopping the gene's effects. That word, uh, the Greek, is from aphistani, which means to stop, which is from the epi prefix, plus histani, which means to cause to stand. I think histamine, like antihistamine, is probably also related to that because it's all about stopping a thing, I think. Uh, there's more at the word stand. Stand in the place where you live. 
also spam in the place where you live. Okay, that was that word, and now we're on the last word. Whoopee! It's epistaxis. E-P-I-S-T-A-X-I-S. Epistaxis. This is a... Where did it go? It's a noun from 1793. Oh, the synonym is the word nosebleed. Uh, So let's look at the etymology to see why. It's a Greek word, also from epistazine, which means to drip on or to bleed at the nose again. That's a long phrase. To bleed at the nose again. Not just bleeding at the nose, but again bleeding at the nose. And then sometimes... This has happened to me. It's probably happened to you. I f- my nose is a little runny right now. I feel like I'm going to drip on my microphone from my nose snot. Oh, that was sexy. Uh, so to bleed at the nose again. Yes, If sometimes when I was younger, when I would get a nosebleed, you don't know that it has happened. And so it just drips. and You're like, oh, my God, there's a drip on the floor of blood. I dripped on the floor. I did an epistazine. That's a, that's a verb. I, I apostazined, but that's not how Greek is conjugated. Uh, so that word, epistazine, is from the epi prefix plus stazine, which means to drip. That's it. Epistaxis is a nosebleed. So maybe maybe the medical professionals are like, oh, we got another one. We got, a, we got an epistaxis here. And then the other people are like, oh. I know what that is because I'm in the medical profession. That's a, that's a nosebleed. Yep, I used to get a lot of these. Um, but I, don't, I haven't had one in a long time. Unless it's like real, real dry, then you get a, then you, you get a little blood in your nose. And then you drip. And then that's an epistaxis. Okay, good times, everybody. Let's reread the words so we can come up with a word of the episode. We had episcopacy. Episcopal, Episcopal, Episcopalian, Episcopate, Episcope, Episiotomy, Episode, Episodic, Episome, Epistasis, and Epistaxis. Is that it? Yep, not a whole lot of words. Epistaxis. Uh, well, a part of me kind of wants to pick epistaxis because it's a nosebleed, and I just think that's that's just a fun word to say nosebleed. But... I was maybe going to pick episode, but instead I think I'm going to pick episodic because this podcast is episodic. It's episodic. It's so episodic. You got to start from the beginning and go to the end and watch and listen to all the episodes in the middle. Not a good song. I'm so sorry about that. Episodic. Um, That's it. That's it for the words. Let's talk about the movies. Where did he lie? Words are hard. The next movie I watched is Poor Things. We saw this in the theater, and I loved it. And it just, uh, a few days ago, won, I believe, the Golden Globe, didn't it? Yes, I think it won Best Musical or Comedy, the Golden Globes, Poor Things. Ooh, it, it has similarities to Barbie, but it's also incredibly different, and we loved it. Uh, Escape from New York. This is from the early 80s. Uh, My friend really wanted me to watch it because I'd never seen it, and it's a fun 
fun, really like independent and kind of cheap action movie. Um, I mean, relative for the time. I mean, they there was for the filmmakers, it was pretty big, uh, but you know, relative to other action movies, kind of cheap. But uh, but yeah, super super fun, super cool cool concept. Uh, I'll be watching Escape from L.A. soonish. Uh, the Iron Claw story of the this wrestler family that I knew nothing about. And, you know, I think they took some liberties, but they generally tell the story. Very sad story about this family. So if you don't know anything about them, uh, watch the movie. Let's talk about another one. Elf. Elf. We had to rewatch Elf because it was the holidays. And uh, we watched this on, in, on the big screen in the theater. And there were a bunch of preteens there. And they're just so irritating. If you're a preteen, please don't be irritating. We don't appreciate that. Just be cool, man. Be cool. Uh, yeah, but you know, Elf is a classic. Twenty years. I think it's the twenty. It was the twenty anniversary or 22, 20, 20 something. Anyway, it's a fun movie. That's the end of this episode. Episode from this episodic podcast. Thank you very much for listening and possibly watching. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. 